I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. It was a huge weekend, a couple of days in the Rugby League world, especially for the Penrith Panthers and the West Tigers. Uh, we didn't have an opportunity to jump behind the mic and we're obviously uh, we're off from bloke in a bar at, at the moment. So I've had a lot of people send me questions about uh, Jerome Luai, the Penrith Panthers uh, and all this sort of stuff. So I th- thought I'd give my thoughts here. Uh, obviously the West Tigers, uh, it has been a fantastic two weeks for this club. There hasn't been uh, many two-week periods that have been better for this for this club, probably outside of 2005, obviously a change of the board and everything, everything changing up there. A couple of uh, characters that most of us weren't overly convinced on that have walked out the door, which is fantastic for you West Tigers fans. Uh, Hopefully it was the problem and hopefully things do start to turn around off the back of that. Uh, But it doesn't overly shock me that, you know, within days of that occurring, uh, one of the game's biggest stars, Jerome Luai, uh, is now looking likely to join the club. Uh, We then had Michael Chamas the other day, who broke the story. Jerome Luai has agreed to a deal with the West Tigers worth more than $6 million over five years. That came from Michael Chamas. And what I love about Jerome Luai is that he is his own person. He does his own thing. And I think this was smart by him. Came out on his Instagram page and said, no pen to paper here. I'll let you know when a deal is done. Big love. Uh, Jerome Luai, I think most players and previously most players would have just left it and ignored it. I love that Jerome gets on the front foot and just deals with it. And I think that's what a lot of players should be doing. Uh, and look, I, I think I actually saw Kempi post it the other day and he made a really good point uh, that, you know, Jerome is saying that he has not signed right now. It does not mean that he will not sign in the future, yeah? I would say it is extremely likely that Jerome Luai will land at the West Tigers in 2025. I don't think he'll be there in 2024, but I think 2025 will be the year when Jerome Luai will land there. That has been the talk of the town for a couple of weeks now, realistically. Canterbury has been sniffing around. You can never, you know, rule uh, a guy like Phil Gould out and a guy like Cam Serrato, who has obviously 
links to Jerome Luai, uh, but I do believe it will be the West Tigers that snare his signature. Uh, and so I, I just, I don't want it in, you know, two weeks' time when Jerome, if Jerome does sign with the Tigers, people will call him a liar. All he is saying is that nothing is there is no pen to paper right now. So I just want to get that loud and clear because I know Jerome Luai is a bit of a polarizing character. And uh, when he does potentially sign with them, I'm pretty confident he will sign with them. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of people that will try and call him a liar and all this sort of bullshit. It sounds like he has told his Penrith Panthers teammates, uh, which I love that about Jerome, that he's owned that. There were some pictures that came out the other day, the boys in a huddle. Read into that what you will. Could be a huddle for one of a thousand reasons. Uh, but I have heard from a few people that Jerome Luai has informed his teammates uh, that he will be moving on at the end of season 2024. So a huge get for the West Tigers. We'll start with them, obviously getting Jerome. My big worry eight weeks ago was, is this the sort of club that is going to be able to handle a guy like Jerome Luai? And for me, all evidence pointed to no based on how they had handled themselves previously. All of a sudden, the board has changed. There are new people in there. Uh, Richo's arrived in there. I think he will be fantastic for the club. And now I'm sort of looking at them going, you know what, this is a new West Tigers. We don't really know what we're dealing with. For the last decade, we've known exactly what we're dealing with. An absolute shit fight who will shit the bed consistently. Um, new people in there, new decision makers. Benji Marshall taking over as head coach. Big names already in the club. It's not a complete rebuild. They are already heading in the right direction. And now they've taken out some of the furniture that a lot of us, myself included, thought was the issue. So for the Tigers... I personally think this is fantastic. Am I convinced Jerome Luai is a halfback? No, I'm not. Uh, but I think you've got guys like Aiden Caesar, who I think is a genuine seven. You've got a guy like Bud Sullivan, who I also think is a genuine seven. Um, I think Latu is more of a six, but I, I, I'm not totally convinced they are signing Jerome Luai to be an out-and-out halfback. I think they've got a guy like Bud Sullivan who can be a genuine superstar, uh, who can play halfback, and then Jerome can play six. I also think that a combination of Aiden Caesar and Jerome Luai could work in the short period, in a short period of time as well. But it is still a year away. I'm really hoping that Bud Sullivan gets a very good opportunity to play a lot of footy in the halves this year, gets to show what he's all about and how talented he is, and then hopefully he can pair up with Jerome Luai in 2025. Once again, guys, nothing is signed here. My mail is that Jerome Luai will land at the West Tigers, uh, but we know how rugby league works. We know how many things can change uh, and how quickly things can change as well. But assuming that Jerome Luai does go there, assuming that all the mail and all the talk is on the money. I really, really like it uh, for the West Tigers moving forward. And I think that this is a good opportunity for this club to have a new a new brand, a new a new attitude. And I think Jerome Luai, he is, you know, for all, all things people want to call him, a dickhead, a fucking wanker, all this stuff, sure, call him whatever you want. But he's also a winner. And I think that's what, where he's going to add a lot to this side. He's going to bring a different attitude to this side they haven't had uh, for quite some time. Pair him up with Appy. You've got other guys that have been very successful there. Your Isaiah Papali'is, these sort of guys. You've got young superstars like Buller. Bud Sullivan, uh, the outside backs, they probably need to strengthen them up a little bit, but I think when you've got a star fullback uh, and star ball players and a star nine, you have got to give somewhere, and I think with their forward pack, they can sort of account for that. Uh, hopefully, there, there, there's some guys that do emerge at the West Tigers over the next few years, you guys like, uh, your Tupus, your Bill Felities, the, 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 these sort of guys. So fingers crossed some guys emerge in the outside backs because they probably do need to find uh, some people to fill those spots over the next couple of years to really ramp out this side. Uh, but all positives from the West Tigers for me, I think it's all looking very good. From the Penrith Panthers perspective, um, the reality is that you can't keep guys forever. Yeah, that, that is just the reality of it. Uh, and 
the Penrith Panthers probably know that better than or more than other sides. But I think this year, uh, I think it'll really, really challenge the Penrith Panthers. I've still got them as my premiership favourites. I still think that uh, with the role that Mitch Kenny showed he was able to play last year, it just allows Nathan Cleary to play his natural game and dominate this side. Uh, 5'8", uh, you'll still have Jerome Luai there next year, so they are going to lose players. But I do think as well that Nathan... I think this could push him to another level at Clubland again next year. I think that uh, it'll mean a lot to him to go out on top with Jerome Luai. They've obviously been together for a long period of time. So this one will be special. And we know that Jerome Luai, he's very special to Ivan Cleary as well. Despite his comments over the last few weeks, I, I think it is very evident that Jerome Luai has been a very important person in the life of Ivan Cleary and what he's achieved. Uh, so I'm really excited to see how the Panthers go in 2024. Heading into 2025, it'll be interesting. That 5'8 spot will open up. Uh, the guys that come to mind for me straight away, obviously, Dane Laurie's returned to the club. I personally think he's a better fullback than he is a 5'8", but he can play there. Uh, so Dane Laurie's one guy. You know, he's obviously exceptionally talented. He could float in and out of games, just letting Nathan Cleary control the game. I think Brad Schneider is another guy that I've always really fancied. I know when he started at the Camp Raiders, obviously when uh, Jamal Fogarty was injured, I think Jack Whiten might have been out as well. Uh, so he came in at a bit of a weird time for the Camber Raiders. And I'll be honest with you, he didn't play his absolute best footy that we've ever seen. Uh, but I do still think that he has got a lot to offer. I think that he went over there to the Super League, did really well. And I think just anyone coming into this Penrith Panther system, they're able to grow and adapt very quickly. Uh, and you know what? That's if the Panthers don't go out into the market, which uh, there's every chance that they will. Uh, Tommy Deaton's obviously off contract, so. Uh, that's a little interesting situation to watch. I wonder if maybe that's why Tommy Dearden hasn't re-signed anywhere to maybe explore opportunities at the Penrith Panthers. You would have to assume, though, that if the Panthers aren't able to keep Jerome Luai, getting their paws on Tommy Dearden would have to be near impossible. So I think that one's a very, very long shot. I think they'll come from in-house, uh, the 5'8", to replace him. There's also a number of guys that are coming through. Uh, I believe it's Cole Guy. Uh, is that his name? I'm, I'm shooting a blank here. Uh, there's, a, there's a young 5'8", at the Panthers that I like. I can see his face, I can't picture his name, um, who, who I think is another one. But you've also got the younger brother of Nathan Cleary, uh, Jet Cleary as well, who, uh, you know, until three years' time, I don't think he'll be first grade ready, but he might be getting uh, into that sort of ballpark. So obviously there was rumours that he was going to join the New Zealand Warriors a couple of weeks ago. Uh, sorry, a couple of months ago. He hasn't. He stayed at the Panthers. So... And, you know, the other thing with him is, and, you know, I, I've said it on Bloke in a Bar on a few occasions, and people think it's a little bit over the top or looking too far into the future, which is fair. Uh, but I do genuinely think there's an opportunity for him and Nath to partner up together over the next couple of years. So an interesting situation to watch there. They will miss Jerome Luai, the Penrith Panthers. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. But uh, seemingly there is no one in this system they can't replace at the moment. To lose Appy, kick out these sort of guys. Stephen Crichton's going to be a huge test. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. I think Spencer Lenu they're really going to miss as well. I think people are sleeping on how much they're going to miss Spencer Lenu, but I also think that their two front row forwards, JFH and Liotta, I think they're going to look at that as a big challenge. Uh, I remember talking to James Graham uh, at the end of the after the grand final, he sort of mentioned that he wouldn't be surprised if they split up, uh, that one of them comes off the bench, one of them starts, so that one of them's always on the field, which I think is a really interesting tactic, uh, which I, I'm not sure how those boys would feel about that, but it might turn out to be a decent little ploy for the Penny Panthers. So, yeah, look, it looks like they will lose Jerome Lewis 
why 2024 will be his swan song. We know how much he has loved, uh, not only in that team, but in that community. So I'll tell you what, like sometimes when a player's leaving or something like that is happening or a coach is leaving or something, geez, there, there can be so much emotion in the building and it, it can go one of two ways. Sometimes you can get over emotional, but geez, sometimes it can just push you to new levels and do things uh, that you never thought you were capable of doing. And this Penrith Panther side, it is the reality of the salary cap. The more successful you are, the harder it's going to be to keep guys together. Uh, they've been lucky enough to have the same halves pairings for three seasons on the trot, which realistically in the NRL is pretty rare. Uh, when you're winning three premierships in a row, it is incredibly rare. When you go into four premierships in a row, four grand finals in a row, it's just about fucking unheard of. Um, and then, you know, to obviously now have, you know, their, their, their fifth season in a row where they could hopefully make another NRL grand final and hopefully win their fourth premiership in a row, which would put them above, you know, the Sterlings and the Brett Kennys of the world as far as premierships in a row in a salary cap era, considering the guys they've lost, uh, that really would be something fucking incredible. Uh, there's a couple of other things that I just want to touch on around this same sort of space. Uh, when it comes to the West Tigers, obviously gaining a lot of guys. The situation with David Nofaluma seems to be getting worse before it gets better. Uh, for me, this has been a situation that, from the outside looking in with no, in, no inside info, nothing whatsoever, just the optics, it feels like this has been a situation that has been brewing uh, for a number of years with David Nofaluma. I just I think that there was a period there where he was running for huge meters and he was doing good things in a pretty shit team. Uh, but I've yeah I've just always sort of questioned how comfortable he looks in that side. I think I saw a stat the other day uh, that David Nofaluma has been dropped by every. Uh, coach he's ever had at the West Tigers, and he's had five or six of them. So, uh, and, and that's not to say he doesn't fight his way back into first grade, which is full, for full credit to David Nofaluma. Uh, but he has been dropped by every single one of them I read the other day. Do your own research on that, but seems a little bit strange. And then for them to get back in this preseason and there be all this trouble when his head coach is literally a guy that he played a number of seasons with. Um, very, very bizarre situation. I, I I said it on this podcast and I know I'm shocked it didn't happen, to be honest with you. I thought that when he went to Melbourne, that would be his last time he'd play for the West Tigers. He did come back, uh, but we're now hearing rumours that it looks like David Nofaluma has played his last game for the West Tigers. And similar to Luke Brooks, I think this is a divorce that would be good for both parties. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a David Nofaluma problem. I don't know if it's a West Tigers problem. I'm not quite sure. It's a bit hard to tell with this situation, uh, but I think it is time for a change. And I think that it has just been a real up and down relationship for a long period of time that has never quite made sense to me uh, from both parties. So I think a divorce here would be good. Where David Nofaluma ends up, I'm not too sure. I've heard rumors that there aren't a heap of clubs sniffing around to get his signature. So I think there is every chance that he ends up in the Super League. But, uh, you know, to David Nofaluma's credit, I believe he will leave uh, the West Tigers as their highest try scorer of all time. Granted, a uh, club that has only been around for, you know, 23 years or whatever came in in uh, the year 2000, I believe it was. So read into that what you will, but still uh, a pretty a, a pretty good knock by David Nofaluma there. Just getting up his stats here to have a look at how uh, how good his career has been for the West Tigers. And look, I understand the guy concedes a lot of tries. I get that 100%. Uh, but he's played 190 games for the Tigers, scored 104 tries. So a pretty good strike right there. And he is the highest try scorer uh, in West Tigers history. So full credit to him. A great career at the West Tigers. But it sounds like it is over. And I think for Nofaluma and I think for the West Tigers, it would be best if it all moved on. Another guy that is potentially leaving the Penrith Panthers as well. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is uh, our little mate, the Timmy Williams lookalike, Zach Hosking. Uh, I am hearing stronger, stronger mail that he will arrive in the nation's capital. I believe he was from there originally. I could be wrong. I, so someone said that to me the other day. Uh, but I'm hearing that he will get a release uh, from the Penrith Panthers. So I think there is every chance he ends up there in 2025. But I personally think there's a very, very good chance he ends up there in 2024. That's the mail uh, that I'm hearing. Nothing in concrete there, guys. Nothing whatsoever. Uh, Canberra Raiders obviously always on the hunt for second rowers. To their credit, they are losing Elliot Whitehead. So I think a guy like Hosking would be a very good get. He obviously started the season unbelievably going great guns. He faded towards the back end. Uh, there's no doubt about that whatsoever. But I think it is something that we need to appreciate that being an 80-minute back rower in the NRL, it does take time to get used to. I think you saw it with Jackson Ford this year. Absolutely brained it. The first 10 weeks was incredible. Zach Hosking was very similar. Uh, two guys that I, that I rated so highly, I had them both in my draft team. And then you could see towards the back end of the season. Just the week-to-week grind, it started to take its toll, but I think they'll be better for that run, and I think Zach Hosking in particular will be better for the run too. So I actually think this will be a really good signing for the Raiders. Is it the signing that's going to solve all their problems? No, it's not, but it will fill a hole they they have, and I think it'll be a good little get for them. I've always been a Zach Hosking fan, uh, and I think it will be a good signing for them if they are able to get it over the line, which I believe they will uh, for 2025, but I think there's a very, very good chance he gets an early release and plays there in 2024, which might see uh, the Penrith Panthers, if they do release a couple of players, maybe they are gearing up to sign a 5-8 somewhere, depending on how the situation plays out uh, with Dane Laurie and Brad Schneider and any of the young guys uh, that they've got in their system still. So, very, very interesting times uh, for the Penrith Panthers and the West Tigers. I think that, obviously, the Panthers, they're going to be super interesting next year, going for, you know, a record four premierships in a row, the first team to do it since the Dragons uh, back in the 1960s or whatever that was, that would be a pretty incredible feat. But the West Tigers as well, they're going to be very interesting. There's going to be a lot of eyes on the West Tigers, see how they improve. Uh, Jack Cole is the 5'8 I'm thinking of. I was saying Cole Guy before. Jack Cole is the 5'8 that I'm thinking of. He's the other one coming through that system. So uh, between Jack Cole and Brad Schneider and Dane Laurie, uh, they've got plenty of options there at 5'8 into the future. And I think that there will be at some point, whether it be Origin or whatever, there will be auditions there for guys to step up and show what they can do. Tyron Peach is the other smoky as well, but I probably don't think it'll be him. Uh, so yeah, interesting times. See what happens at both of these clubs over the next two years. Panthers going for four in a row. The West Tigers looking for a rebuild. All the excuses, all the reasons why they're not good, they are out the door now. It is now over to Benji Marshall and his very, very talented squad at the West Tigers. Hopefully they're able to land the signature of Jerome Luai. I think if for nothing else, it'll be entertaining as fuck and I think he will be successful there and he'll do well. Very, very exciting times for both these clubs heading into 2024. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 